Hey guys, welcome to a segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. This is your host, DJ Joe, coming to you live here. As in today's episode, we're going to recap the first round of the NBA playoffs. And we're going to preview the round two, as round two has already been underway. And we are going to uh, recap the first one as well. And don't forget to check to like that button to hit the subscribe button and get us as uh, two four hundred subs as we're at three ninety four and we we want to thank everyone's support from day one and um, I want to thank everyone who has been watching this podcast of mine since day one and uh, I always want to support my supporters. Uh, and thank for the men above for giving me the strength uh, to do these episodes. But in today's episode, we're going to recap round one of the NBA playoffs and preview round two. And then in our next episode, we're going to uh, preview the NHL playoffs round one. As as you can see the merch, you can get yourself your merch as we're having some great deals, grab your shirt, grab your hat, and we have both men and women and all sizes, and the website will be in the description. But let's get on with the round one recap. And let's start with the Western Conference. As you know, the one-seeded Suns played the number eight-seeded Pelicans, and this was going to be a great matchup. But unfortunately, Zion Wilson, Williamson did not play this season and did not play a single minute in these playoffs. And it was tough for the Pelicans all season long. But them acquiring shooting guard from Portland, CJ McCollum, they're having JV at the front. They got Ben Ingram. They also got defensive anchor Alvarado, who played great, but it wasn't enough. And the Pels did their work when Devin Booker was out, but when Devin Booker returned in game six, that was ball game, and maybe if D-Book did not return, maybe Pels would have won, but as you saw in game six, uh, Booker did not have the game of his life, so you gotta take that into consideration, but Chris Paul did not miss in game six. What was it, like 14 for 14 from the floor? So I think Chris Paul is a clutch player, and a lot of people don't agree with Chris Paul being a clutch player, but the, the Suns beat the Pels 4-2. Next, the four-seeded Mavs played the Utah Jazz, and the Mavericks won that in six. And the first three games, Luka Doncic did not uh, play, so that was great from the Dallas Mavericks, who hold it as the fourth for Doncic, and as he returned, it was a ball game, and the Jazz are a bunch of trash. They're a bunch of scammers, man. The regular season, they're great. But this season, I don't think they were great this season. With losing Joe Ingles to injury, uh, trading him away, with Bogdanovich Mishman games, with the unchemistry of Rudy Gobert and Spider Mitchell. And I really think that the Jazz need to get rid 
of Gobert. And because Spider Mitchell is the heart and soul of the Jazz, because I rather have the Jazz without Gobert than without Spider Mitchell. So they're gonna make some big decisions on that. But the Jazz get sent home once again in the first round, and the Dallas Mavericks win their first playoff series since Dallas won the Cup in 2011. Next, against the Golden State Warriors, played the Denver Nuggets, and this was a test for the Warriors because they are they played against a two-time MVP, well, future two-time MVP Nikola Jokic, the Joker. But even though the Joker played great in the final two, I don't think he made a huge impact in this matchup as the Denver lost four times and the Denver won once and it's better than being swept as an MVP and as a one-time MVP but I think the Nuggets don't have that it factor with Jamal Murray not playing this season Michael Porter Jr. as well so they had so many injuries and they just couldn't get it done because you can't have Will Byron trying to take over this team or Boogie Cousins, and I really feel they should give Boogie Cousins a starting position, but uh, that's a discussion for another day for free agency. But the Golden State Warriors played amazing. Jordan Poole continue his surgence for the Warriors. Clay Thompson had some huge games, and Steph Curry returned with a bang and did not have a great game. Uh, the final in the final two games, but it don't matter if you, you win four four of the possible five games. So they move on, and the Memphis played the Timberwolves. So this is what got me so pissed off on how the Wolves are known for being a defensive team, but the only thing that lacked in this loss for the Timberwolves was. The defensive, def- it's the defensive side, because the Wolves had a lead in every single game. Blew, they blew a twenty-point lead. What was it? Twenty-six-point lead in game five, and then they blew another six. What is it? Sixteen-point lead in in game six, which is yes, they're a seven-seeded team. But they're known for having a defensive team. And Ant, Anthony Edwards played a great matchup. Patrick Beverly also was a little bit great. But the def- it's not like this is not just about individual defense. This is about team defense. And the Wolves need to do something about this on the defensive side. If it's getting a new coach, if it's trading D'Angelo Russell because Dilo was not there in this series. He did not show up one bit. Yes, he had that one game. But other than that, he was a no-show. And for the Grizz, they should be winning this in five or a sweep. But just the Wolves are not a trash team. And you got to thank the Wolves for a wonderful season for making the playoffs. So... But the Memphis Grizzlies played great. They were playing from behind basically every single game except game two. 
they were been playing from behind all series long and they were able to come back and beat the wolves in six games but uh let's preview the round two before we go to the eastern trash conference so for the suns we'll play the dallas mavericks they're playing right now as we speak on halftime as the suns uh lead on the dallas mavericks and the golden state warriors uh will play so right now the suns are up it's live right now uh halftime the suns are up 69 to 56 um so expect expect the suns to win game one at home but uh, you don't know what the dallas mavericks could do in the second half next uh the wolves are playing the grizz and the golden state warriors won game one game two will be tomorrow night in memphis on tnt so a lot of questions about last night because i really feel that the refs were all over the grizzlies court it was always the refs wanted memphis to win this one nobody likes the golden state warriors i don't like the golden state warriors but the way they were treated on the whistle side was horrible it was horrendous how they were treated uh on the ref side and it's so funny how refs almost decided this game from the get-go and of the end and what i don't get is the final possession before jaw had the layup the ball touched dylan brooks and it went out of bounds and the refs even in a playoff round two in the semi-finals in the final position of the game it's golden state ball the ball went off aaron brooks hand the refs did not even look at it and they and they said to the coach steve kerr they said we won't take a look if you have no challenge this has nothing to do with the challenge it's in the rule book in the final two minutes the refs need to check every position out of bounds foul they have that chance but for some reason they give it a jump ball like i don't even get this massacre from the refs but thank god the warriors won game one clay thompson with a huge uh, switch defensively in the final possession which caused Ja Morant to miss that layup and I really think the Wolf the Warriors should play zone because the Grizz are not a huge three-point team and yes they played zone like 50% of the game but uh, and Ja Morant didn't have one of his best three-point shooting performances but I still think for the Grizzlies the Grizzlies should not make John Morant fall in love with the three. And the Warriors, you're fine with that because John Morant cannot shoot the basketball. But for predictions, I got the Suns winning this in seven games. I still like Mavericks, but I don't think that Mavs don't have anybody outside of uh, Jalen Brunson, um Spencer Dinwiddie outside of Doncic they have nobody and it's tough 
let Prozinkis go, but you got to give up someone to get someone. And Spencer Dinwiddie is not having an efficient playoffs, but you'll see what's going to happen. But I still got Suns in seven. And for the Golden State Warriors and the Grizz, I think as of right now, the Warriors can beat the Grizz in five games, but I'm not surprised if it doesn't go to six games. But I st- I don't see Grizzlies winning this matchup. I'm sorry. But they just don't have that factor. The Golden State Warriors are. They have a championship players. Draymond Green. And one thing I forgot. You should not eject Draymond Green. And we're going to talk about refings in the first round in the East. But, like, you cannot throw Draymond in the second round of the NBA playoffs. And like Steph Curry said. It's not good for the game. And yes, it's not good for the game. It's horrible. So now the refs decide the game. This is the playoffs. They should let them play. And this is not... That wasn't a flagrant two foul. And it's just refs deciding the outcome of the game is so bad. But thank God the Warriors played great in the second half. Jordan Poole had the game of his life with the 31 points. Uh, seven boards in eight times. Curry did not play amazing, but he he had a big shot. Clay did not play efficiently all game long, but that's what he is. It factor hit some big shots down the stretch, especially hit the game winning three pointer before Ja Morant missed, and Clay missed two free throws at the end, which was very rare from Clay Thompson. But don't expect that to happen again. As game two for the Golden State Warriors and the Grizz will be tomorrow. Now let's go to the Eastern Conference. So last series I'm going to talk is about the Raptors in Philly. But uh, let's talk about the Miami Heat blew out the Atlanta Hawks. As the Heat beat the Hawks in five. And you know this was going to be a Miami Heat win. But I still, I didn't think that the Hawks would play that trash with, even with Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry and all these boys missing the final games. And I, Trey Young had his horrible uh, game one, game two, game three, game four, and especially game five. Because look at what he did last year and this year, it was a big uh, negative, but expect Trey Young to play better next season. And Click Campolo was there, but did not do much. Also, Bogdanovich did not do much as well. And Jason Collins, I still feel he wasn't a factor, and I still think he wasn't 100%. But the Miami Heat blew out the Hawks in five games. And next, the Milwaukee Bucks played the Bulls. And for everyone who who's been hating on Demar? you gotta you, you you gotta know that in game five people were saying how Demar, oh it's the same old Demar. what do you mean same old Demar? they were triple teaming Demar DeRozan Vucevic was playing horrendous in the final three games Zach Levine did not play in game five Alex Caruso did not play in Game 5. Lonzo Ball did not play in the final 15 games of the regular season. 
and Lonzo Ball did not play a single minute in five in that series against the Bucks in five. But because the Bucks were triple teaming DeMar DeRozan on every single possession, so it's obviously DeRozan will play horrendous and not scoring that much. That's why I don't like how the Milwaukee Bucks play defense, and I still think they still won't win it this season again. <clears throat> they won it last season, but I still feel they won't win it this season. But the Bucks went in five as Chris Middleton got injured in game two. Since then, he hasn't returned, and he's expect to uh, miss all of round two. Next, we got the Celtics played the Nets. I thought that the Nets blew this one. Not because, not because uh, Kyrie or KD's uh, efficiency, inefficiency, or the factor to not play Blake Griffin, uh, Steve Nash's playoff. No, that was this was not what I mean by blowing by blue blowing this up. It was game one. Game one was the factor, was the outcome of this. Because the Nets had a huge run at the end of game one, and they were controlling this, but just the final possession of the Brooklyn Nets was very horrendous. And after losing game one at the buzzer, and the the way they ended that buzzer defense on Jason Tatum, and that was KD's fault, but it was just... They had to have a better defensive uh, stance for that final buzzer. That was blow. That blew the series out because they could have won game one. They could have won game two. They could have won obviously game three, and they could easily won game four. And yes, they should have played Blake Griffin from the get go. And yes, Kyrie should have played better. And yes. Kevin Durant, and yes, Kyrie played good game one, but that last buzzer beater on the defensive side was horrendous. But Kyrie did not have a great game two, nor game three, nor game four. KD as well did not have a great game two, and did not have a game game three, but had an amazing performance in game four, but it was too late. No one was hitting shots. And the Nets had had a tough season with Kyrie Irving missing most of the season with uh, the vac- him not taking the vaccine. Joe Harris missed more of the season with an injury early. Kevin Durant missed 20 games. Uh, Bruce Brown played well in the whole se- uh, season and in the playoffs. Steve Nash's first, well, not first run about last year, but it was his run in the playoffs with the boys without James Harden and them getting Ben Simmons, who should have played in game three, should have played in game four, one, two, should have played at the end of the regular season. But I don't understand how the guy's partying. He hasn't played in a year and a half, and he's been having back problems. Which back problems do you have, Ben Simmons? So that wasn't uh, great from the Nets side, 
But I think Ben Simmons need to make a decision because he just cannot ruin his career by being selfish, by being a little bitch. So I think next season they're going to have to do something about Ben Simmons. But I'm pretty sure he will play uh, come training camp and regular season. But it's tough to see Kyrie and KD because they were predicted to go to the finals. But that was with James Harden. And I still think that trade was a win-win. People thought, ah, James Harden. And I'm a Sixers fan too. I'm a Raptor fan too. But James Harden is not the James Harden. We can see with his injuries and all that. But you might, one day you'll see James Harden back to his old self. But as the Celtics. And we're not talking about the Celtics here yet. And... We just got to take the credit on how the Celtics play defense. And yes, they, again, like the Bucks, they triple-team KD every possession. They double-team Kyrie. And just the Nets playing Blake Griffin super late in this uh, series was, was just like so late and horrible because Blake Griffin, you saw that seven-minute span that he hit back-to-back threes. A dunk, a block, a steal, uh, hit some free throws. They should have played Blake Griffin more, but it's tough. But the Celtics play great D. And yes, they triple teamed Kyrie and KD every possession, but overall, they play great defense. Jalen Brown played amazing. Jason Tatum uh, expanded his game with his uh, playmaking. Marcus Smart played great defensively on Kyrie. So it's just, and Williams was playing out of his mind. Grant Williams was playing out of his mind. And yes, Robert Williams, the third return. But I think Grant Williams was a small factor off the bench for the Celtics. As the Celtics move on to play the Bucks in round two. And now let's talk about my favorite teams, the Sixers and the Raptors. So, uh, I cheer for both teams, but when what I saw after game one, what I saw after game two, three, four, five, six, is just the refs were choosing the outcome of this game. And yes, Sixers single-handedly won game six. And yes, single-handedly they won game two, game one. And single-handedly, they won game three. But I still think single-handedly, they won game three. That game by the Sixers was not refs on Raptors, was not refs on Sixers. It was just Sixers taking better shots and also in game six as well. But you can't take the fact that Joel Embiid, 7 feet, 280 pounds, having that much flopping and I thought the NBA started this rule for flops like they started being fined and suspensions but they stopped doing that and the flop is just getting out of hand and to be honest it's not even good for just Raptor fans but it's not good for the league to see what how Embiid was treated by the refs like Game one was just the beginning of this rigged refs thingy. Like, 
MB had like 10 free throws in the first game two as well. He had like 11 in the first quarter. Uh, Sixers have been having too many free throws. Uh, it's just like too much, man. The fouls were just too much. And if you rewatch every single game, when Sixers drives, foul. But the Raptors drive, no, that's foul. That's all ball. That's all BS, man. It's not just for Toronto or Philly. It's just even with Philly, there was time where game four, the refs were blowing the whistle for the Raptors and now for the Sixers. It was just the outcome is yes, yes, no, yes, no. Like it was so trash and especially in game six. Do you guys know what a flinger foul is? Fling, it says in a rule book. Flinger foul one. Un- unnecessary contact. That would be flinger foul one. Flinger foul two is when there's unnecessary contact and excessive. So you got, that's on a rule book. So Joel, like game six, Joel Embiid. Fighting with the board. Boxing out Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher falls. MB did not like that because they were tangled up. Boucher falls. They're, well, before he falls, they were tangled up. And MB, elbow in the back of Boucher. So when you elbow a guy right on the back, that could cause injury. That should be either flanger foul one or a technical foul by Joel Embiid. And what did they call that? A common foul. So when does elbowing a guy with all your strength on his back a common foul? And yes, the Raptors lost that game. And yes, the Raptors played trash. But you got to look and consider it because that was a close game. And it's just so rigged, man. Not just on Philly's side, but on both sides. And you saw last night at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Game 1, Warriors and Grizz, the rest were all over the Grizz. You got Steph, Clay, Draymond with three fouls in the first half. Like, it was just garbage, but that's one instant. Second instant. Between Joel Embiid. So, first instance, he elbowed Chris Boucher. Second instance, Pascal Siakam drives. He gets fouled, and Embiid, after the foul whistle went up, Embiid pushes Pascal Siakam. And what did the refs call? Nothing on the pushing, just a tick-attack foul. The reach foul Embiid, but did not count how Embiid pushed Siakam. And that's extracurricular activity, which should mean a technical foul. And that should have been a dejection for Joel Embiid. That's how it should have been. Oh, but no. The rest were all over the Philly side. And they're not going to give a flagrant or a tech on Joel Embiid. And this was, this was wrong. But these are instances which could make either a flagrant foul or a technical foul. But anyways, the Raptors, did not, they put up a good fight, and you just got to 
sank the Toronto Raptors and bowed down the Raptors for a wonderful season. After having a COVID-19 season, playing in a city that were booing the Raptor, which was at Tampa Bay, drafting Scotty Barnes, uh, losing Kyle Lowry, the drama with Goran Dragic, uh, off-season shoulder shoulder surgery last season for Pascal, Freddie, his new contract, Ojananobi, all these guys needed a great season, and everyone underestimated them, and everyone played well this season, from the Fred Van Fleet, from the Siakams, the Bouchers, the Ojananobis, the Scotty Barnes, even Thaddeus Young, after acquiring him on the trade deadline, he played wonderful. But I want to thank the Toronto Raptors for a wonderful season as they lost in six games. And then they not, that second half in game six was just a wake-up call. And the Raptors should have started strong. But I felt that they were out of gas in the second half. Rest was going on the Sixers side. And it was just tough because the Raptors did not play well in the second half of game six. So round two for the Eastern Conference, the Miami Heat are played the Philadelphia Sixers. Game one was today as a, as a Heat blown them out. Joel Embiid did not play as he got injury from that uh, injury that Pascal did after Joel Embiid did the airplane uh, dance and uh, fans loved it. I honestly loved it because you can't be doing like that in the first round. So, but that's a, a different story for another day. As the Heat blew out the Sixers without Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler returned, and uh, Bucks playing the Celtics as the Bucks won game one in a brawl. And Yas had his second career triple double. So, the final four teams Suns, Mavericks, Warriors, Grizzlies, Bucks, Celtics, and the Miami Heat. And the 76ers. And guys, thank you for tuning in to a segment of the Grind Never Stop podcast. This is your host, DJ Joe. And uh, make sure to tune in as well in a couple of hours. We will uh, uh, record an episode uh, previewing the, the not only the Leafs, but the NHL playoffs overall. But I also want to say the Leafs played wonderful tonight. Uh, as they won 5 nothing against the defending champions at Tampa Bay Lightning, as Matthews had his first two-goal game, and Marner's first goal in 18 games. But uh, make sure to tune in to our next episode, as we'll be recapping uh, the Leafs' big one and previewing round one of the NHL playoffs. But thanks for tuning in, guys. This is your host, DJ Joe, coming to you live. A grind never stops podcast. This is your host, DJ Joe, and make sure to check us out on social media. The link is in the description. Uh, you can send your donation to our GoFundMe page. The link will be in the description. You can like down there, down here, and you can sub down here too. And thanks for tuning in, guys. This is your host, DJ Joe, signing out. Mamba. Out.